0: Hi guys, today's just going to be a bonus episode. I uh, just wanted to get some information out in case it was helpful for some of you. When this whole coronavirus thing started exploding, I got everybody that had my email, it seemed like, was sending me some message from Donato's telling me why it was still safe to eat at their restaurant to American Airlines telling me how I could change a flight. And, and I thought to myself, you know, mental, mental training doesn't really need to talk about this or address this. It doesn't really impact us. And then I got a phone call this afternoon from a very concerned athlete who was dealing with some real stuff, and and we talked through some things, and I just, I wanted to share those in case they were helpful for any other parents, coaches, or athletes. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and C.
1: Yeah, this stuff here—it's been a—it's been a whirlwind here the last couple of days, hasn't it? It has.
0: I mean, the trip out to Phoenix—you know, there were a couple of people on the, the airlines that had a mask on, but it, there wasn't really widespread panic. And then, you know, get home and all of a sudden, states are shutting down their educational system, schools are closing, March Madness is no longer going to exist, so entire sports yeah. seasons are getting canceled, months and months out. Yeah, and so i i went to the grocery store cuz my wife told me that we needed some milk and some diapers and i went there not concerned at all about the coronavirus i left there in a little bit of a panic and we're going to we're going to talk about this a little bit but we're going to talk more specifically how does this apply to athletes because We've got we've got guys and gals all over the country who everything that they've been working for or working towards for the past however many years all of a sudden they don't get to go out and go compete and so that there's some things that, that athletes have to deal with, maybe not necessarily being worried about catching the coronavirus, but how are we going to handle the
1: aftermath of the coronavirus? And so that's what we're going to address today. Okay, so you mentioned, you mentioned there at the beginning, you had to go get the essentials, diapers and milk, and then the grocery store, everything changed your, your view on the coronavirus. What, what happened inside there? Absolute mayhem. And it it wasn't late enough into the week
0: that I had heard about it on social media. It was the first time that I had ever really seen it. And all of a sudden, I have to wait 45 minutes to check out. And the lady in front of me, her bill was $932. And I'm just looking at this mound of supplies thinking, well, she's...
1: Like doomsday stuff. She's...
0: She's obviously panicked. Why, why am I not panicked? Should I be panicked? You know, I, w- I was planning on, well, we'll just buy toilet paper in a week or two. I'm sure it'll be fine. But all of a sudden I start thinking like, well, she's got a whole bunch of frozen pizza and she's got five gallons of milk yeah. and she's she's got all this stuff like maybe then maybe this is a bigger deal than than what I thought and by the time I got checked out and kind of on my way home I, I was a little I was a little bit more nervous about this
1: whole situation than than what I had expected I think this is when I think you called me after you left the store and we were both are like yeah I don't understand what's going on and then we said you you mentioned to me are we in the wrong for not panicking enough and not taking this for what it really is right Um, are we the only ones out here that aren't panicking and and stocking up and getting ready to go and there was an
0: interesting article in the new york times that i want to bring up by dr judd brewer he's a psychiatrist and a behavioral neuroscientist um he said that you know anxiety and its close cousin panic are both born from fear and fear
1: obviously helps us avoid dangerous situations in the future. As you were you're diving into your different articles, learning about uh, all this is going on and reading about the brain, what part of the brain was this behavioral neuroscientist talking about? So he said the,
0: the prefrontal cortex helps us think and plan for the future. And it, it basically can help us predict when we don't know what's going to happen, it's going to lay out different scenarios of what could happen and then we that part of the brain is going to guess which is the most likely so that we can kind of be prepared and it, he he said in the article it does this by running quote simulations based on previous events that are most similar and i'll be honest the, the being at the grocery store like my prefrontal cortex is running back through like the movie Outbreak or End of the World Times or crazy stuff like this. And he, he said that anxiety comes up when that part of our brain doesn't really know what to predict. And, and that's, well, what's going to happen? When's it going to happen? How long is this going to take? We, ha- we have no idea. And so without accurate information, our brain just starts to swirl. We're used to the flu. And so when I get the flu my wife's prefrontal cortex is running through well this could happen and this could happen and you know i should probably wash my hands and not drink after ben and yeah, it'll be good yeah but in this scenario we don't know what's going to happen and another thing you talked about in the article was social contagion was social contagion and he said wall street is a perfect example of this you know something happens and the stock market crashes and something happens and the stock market spikes and it's oh people are selling this why are they selling it i don't know maybe i should be selling it same thing that happened to me at the grocery store well that person's got seven giant containers of it maybe maybe i do maybe there's something i don't know and then fear and panic and more anxiety and my favorite part was at the end of this article when he was talking about how there's been research done that just doing simple awareness training and they they tested it th- through the delivery of an app can reduce anxiety by anywhere from 57% to 63% depending on the people and what they do and what types of disorders they have coming into it and things like that but i mean in 2 to 3 months just by being aware of what their brain is automatically doing like we talk about and then how they are going to intentionally take back control that whole system one system two thing that we talked about way back in season one there there is a measurable decrease
1: in anxiety so you had the athletes call in ben what were they dealing with what was going on
0: what kind of one specifically is a he's a baseball player and was just panicked about the fact that he can't play this senior year and he doesn't know where he's going to play college baseball
1: and mm. this is a this is a big problem all of his career coming up to this season right now now up in the air maybe maybe done
0: right and so obviously you know he's got he's got some things going on focus wise self-talk body emotions that that whole focus cycle but by the time he called me he was pretty far off target
1: All right. So you're you're talking to him on the phone. What was he focused on? What was, was, where were we
0: at? He was focused on the future. Just like we talked about when the prefrontal cortex can't plan out and can't think ahead what's going to happen. And in the case of the coronavirus, there's mass hysteria in Walmarts and grocery stores all over the U S well now his part of his part of the brain wasn't necessarily concerned about getting sick because he's not in a high risk category by any means. But his was,
1: well, what's this going to do to my future? So with doing that and worrying about the future and that's where his mind's at, is he going to be able to play baseball? Where's his self-talk at?
0: Uh, he, he said the thing that, kept, that keeps popping up is, what am I going to do and what's going to happen? And he said as soon as he asks, as soon as that voice says that, it's like his, he, he described it as his brain just turned on a highlight reel or like a movie projector and he was just watching here's scenario a of what could happen here's scenario b of what could happen but again there's so much uncertainty that his brain can't necessarily tie that to anything logical and the more off target he gets the more fearful this gets the more panic sets in the far the you know he starts going through every worst case scenario Which,
1: possible so just a snowball effect sounds Absolutely. just building up building up so as we continue on with our focus cycle uh you go down to the body where was he at with his, with his body? He said the biggest thing, he, it was like an anxious fidget.
0: And I, I'd never heard that before, but it was like, he said he couldn't sit still on the couch. He, he would sit there and he would start like his hand would start shaking or his knee would start moving. And then he would have to get up and walk around along with that came butterflies in the stomach and you know, his, his heart rate, I'm sure if we, if we were measuring that would have been through the roof.
1: So then that leads us into the final part of our focus cycle. Where's his, where are his emotions? Um, where are they at? Like he's, he said anxious ticked
0: off and like he had no control. He, he wasn't choosing to end his season because of this widespread illness. It was being done for him and to him.
1: And he had no control over it. It's very interesting because it is something that just no one has control over right now. We don't know what's, what's going on. But I just think the opportunity that lies here with the habits you can form and continuing to train, you know, we don't know what's next, but let's just keep on going.
0: Absolutely. And so that, and that's kind of what, what we started off with. So, you know, that going through all those squares, that's the four parts of the focus cycle. And he wrote down, you know, here's the, here's what I'm automatically focused on, what that voice is saying, what my body's doing, and then how that makes me feel and then we know that how well you manage this focus cycle is going to determine what your performance is like in the future
1: all right so then what's the what was his
0: next step how does he take control of this so the the intentional part of his focus he we decided he was going to come up with a plan for the present and every single day of this kid's life has been structured up until this point you know what I mean like he's he's gone from kindergarten on with the exception of summertime, obviously, but he said with baseball, summertime was usually chaos and workouts and tournaments yep. and tri- I mean, it was usually chaos anyways. When he did get a day or two off, it was like, I'm just going relax, relax and, get- and play video games. Um, but he 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 was kind of worried about that lack of structure. And so, you know, I told him, you can still come up with a plan and you can still say, look, here's the time where I'm going to wake up. Here's what I'm going to do nutrition-wise I don't want to lose some of the strength gains that I've got, so you know I'm going to do some body weight exercises in my basement, I'm going to work out during this time, I'm going to plan out some time, here's where I'm going to unplug, not have my cell phone out, not be on social media, plan out time where you're not reading about the coronavirus for a little bit." Um, And then he said he was going to do some visualization stuff, because obviously you can't practice Right now with your team, uh, but you can still do some. You can still do visualization. You know that the whole thing that we talked about back in episode or season one, episode two about the study that was done where people visualized lifting weights, they actually lifted weights, and then they did both, and you saw the most results from that third group. But the the thing that you don't want to leave out is the group that just visualized it still saw measurable gains, and so yeah you can't have a normal practice right now but if if your future opponents or the guys that you're going to be competing for those college spots against are sitting at home playing video games worrying about the future what whatever and you're visualizing you know all that stuff that you've been working on with your pitching coach or your hitting coach or whatever you, that can give you a step up but just that structure was what he wanted to focus on And it helps his prefrontal cortex, because that's the part that's freaking out, because it doesn't know what's happening, and it doesn't know what's next, and this gives it back some
1: Hey, I'm back in control. Here's what I'm doing. So you get that you get that all lined up and it's all working well with your with being in the present, setting a plan. So what's I going to do to your self-talk if you have that?
0: So just, you know, just a real simple self-talk, just what's next. Remind himself to go not worry about the future, not worry about the things that are outside of his control. Let's stay with the things that are in my control. My nutrition, my sleep, working out unplugging the visualization, giving myself time to rest and relax, making sure I'm getting enough sleep
1: and all that good stuff. So that carries in getting into our body. What's, what's it going to do with your body? If you've hit on your focus, you hit on your self-talk getting into the body. Now he's, he, I've not had an athlete do this. He is going to commit to two times
0: a day to use the mindfulness app that he has on his phone. So that includes kind of controlling what he's focused on, that includes some breathing exercises that, in, you know, just some different stuff like that. He said something that I think a lot of people can maybe relate to. I, I know I certainly can. When he uses the mindfulness app, he instantly feels a change and it's instantly a positive change. And there's there's a mental and physical difference that he feels. But the problem is he's so busy all the time that he does not have time for it. Well, here we are. He's not going to be in school for the next three weeks. So he said, I, I now have time for this. So to control my, my physical reaction to all this stuff, I'm going to use this mindfulness app two times a day. And he put that on his schedule.
1: So taking back in and being in the present, going through with the self-talk and what he's doing with uh, the, the mindfulness app, I imagine his emotions are, are just automatically going to be more calm. He's going to be in control of himself, um, being more positive. It's going to help out all of those emotions, right?
0: Yeah. With, without a doubt. And he, I think getting... But right before he got off the phone with me, you could tell there was, there was a relief in his voice. When he called me, he was frantic. He was panicky. He didn't, he didn't like it. And when we got off the phone, I I think he really felt pretty confident about what the plan was moving forward. It's because he put a plan and now it's time to execute. I mean, it's, it's what we talk about all the time, but I mean, going back to that study, this, this isn't just our opinion that this works. I mean, that. Dr. Judd Brewer, their, their group did research on this. And in two to three months, they saw over a 50% reduction in anxiety. This is something that if you're struggling with this, we've got a tool for you that you can use. So the original plan was on March 24th, uh, the, the episode with Pepio. We were also going to announce that we are releasing an online Mental training platform, and we've had one in the past. We sent about twelve hundred athletes through it. We got all kinds of feedback, and really, what kept coming up over and over was the content is fantastic, but it kind of feels like I'm going to school. So instead of making it more like an e-course or like a college cl- online class, we tried to we add admissions and badges and points and leaderboards and stuff like that. Um, and so it's going to be an awesome tool that we'll we'll talk more about in the future. But the reason I'm bringing this up tonight is we are going to, we took basically the first phase, which is all about the focus cycle, and we're making it 100% free and completely available. So, anybody that you're thinking, man, I'm I'm struggling with this a little bit, controlling my mind, controlling my body, um, go to mentaltrainingplan.com. We redid our homepage a little bit. And so, in giant red letters, it'll say, here's the podcast. Here's the online tool that you can use. Click on that button. Um, You'll have to enroll. Currently, we only have our golf and football versions done. Um, And so if you're an individual athlete, um, the golf version is going to be perfect for you. There's a lot of similarities between those sports. If you're more of a team player, soccer, football, rugby, hockey, whatever, you'll want to sign up for the football version. That's a little bit more team sport based. Um, but I mean, really, both of them are going to talk about what we just talked about in this podcast. They're both going to walk you through. Hey, here's what's going on with your brain. Here's the part that's responsible. Here's how you can take back control, and then help you develop a plan.
1: Okay, so we understand this correctly. You can go to MentalTrainingPlan.com, and there in the big red uh, boxes, it's going to have where you can sign up for the the uh, e course for free. Correct?
0: Yep. Just click on that sign up, either do golf. If you're an individual sport athlete or the football version, if you're a team sport athlete, there is absolutely no cost. Um, and and you can go through this and hopefully it's something that if you're struggling a little bit with kind of the doubt, the anxiety, the nervousness of, I don't know what's going on. Hopefully this will help you control what you can control, um, and, and feel a little bit
1: more calm and confident moving forward. That's it for this bonus episode here. We appreciate you guys listening. If you have any questions about the focus cycle or anything at all, we we, we genuinely ask that you guys would reach out to us. Uh, this is a unique time in our lives with all that we have going on, and we would love to help you guys out. Please reach out to us on social media, on the contact page, on the website. But more than ever, it's time to make a plan and put it to work.